0: Welcome to Season 2 of Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a few brave men. The Balance Boldly podcast is sponsored by... All About Leverage integrates LinkedIn and social selling innovation to build power networks, open more doors, and maximize client acquisition. From on site to virtual training programs, concierge social marketing programs, LinkedIn executive profile optimization, speaking engagements, power networking groups, and LinkedIn coaching, All About Leverage is a full service LinkedIn and social selling resource. Learn more at All About Leverage LLC. Com. of course all of you who have been following and to our new listeners thank you so much for joining us season two's theme is all about desperate acts you know those things we do to stay out of those dry places that we fear those moments when we decide to take on something we shouldn't or push away someone we should just because we're afraid of losing all of the goodness we've gained thus far it's those desperate moments that we have that we obviously need to correct right So today we're talking about, we're continuing the conversation really, on power and vulnerability. You know, we are all very powerful in so many areas of our life. Maybe in your business area, you are the man at work. You are the woman to go to for certain things. Perhaps at home, you are the person that everyone knows can fix every single fire that pops up, even the ones that are unplanned. But we are also human beings, right? Like there are moments when we are going to be vulnerable because vulnerability is a good thing. It allows us to open up and look at those kind of dark places that we've shunned the light from and see what needs to be cleaned up, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be folded. How can we correct something that we refuse to look at? It's important to be vulnerable, not shameful. Today's expert is an amazing woman, Carol Valone Mitchell. I have to say, when I spoke with her and a good friend of ours, Pat Schaefer, maybe, I don't know, I want to say it was a couple months ago now, and it might be longer. You guys know me. I'm, like, bad with dates. But we had an amazing conversation that lasted way longer than any of us were thinking it would, and we had such an organic time, that would be the best way to put that, just kind of flowing. Like, we enjoyed each other's company, and it was our first meeting. The reason we enjoyed it is because no one was being pretentious. No one was trying to come to the call saying, you know, hey, I've written this many books or I'm a contributor for this place or I'm an author for that or I own these many businesses because we were all equals under the sun. We've all done amazing things and we already knew that coming in so we could just be women, we could be friends, we could build and really get an opportunity to know each other. I will say that Carol is an incredible person, not just because I had the opportunity of talking with her, but because I've done a little professional stalking you know of course you always have to do your due diligence right so i want to give you a heads up of the amazingness that you're about to receive by doing just a sneak peek of her intro carol is the author of breaking through bitch first of all love the title because we all know a few bitches that need to be broken through <laughs> breaking through bitch how women can shatter stereotypes and lead fearlessly it's about women leading and succeeding Carol co-founded Talent Strategy Partnerships. She's working with numerous companies to identify and develop leaders to build the right workplace culture. Let's highlight that for a moment. The right workplace culture. Not just workplace culture that has a few spa moments and a couple of free lunches. Some places that you actually want to work and return to. That's what she's doing with her and her partners. She helps organizations advance women using her proprietary assessment and development programs. She is a frequent speaker and writer on women's leadership and a contributing editor for the Huffington Post. Amongst a million other things, that's just literally a sneak peek at who you're about to have the opportunity to share time and space with, just as I am. Carol, welcome to Balance Bully Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm fine. Thank you very much. That was a wonderful intro.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I have been looking forward to our opportunity to just flow and engage and love on each other on open air, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I've been super looking forward to it. Now, I know you were recently at a conference of at least, what, 11,000 people?
1: Um, yes, at the uh, Society of Women Engineers in Philadelphia. It was at the convention center.
0: I totally missed out. How was that for you, shaking hands and kissing babies and being amazing in the room with everyone? (laughs)
1: Um. It, it was wonderful actually because um, the conference which I didn't know when we um, when we became involved um, it really is um, a conference to attract young women um, and they they see it as a career fair so in the exhibit hall are all these amazing companies and With me having come out of a science background to walk into that hall where we had uh, talent strategy partners, we had a a, a booth... um and we were selling my book, and we were talking about aligning culture and strategy, and you do that through leadership, of course, mm-hmm. and these are all women, so we're talking about women's leadership, but coming into the exhibit hall, the first the first thing I see is NASA, right? And I'm thinking, oh, this is amazing, because, you know, I wanted to be an astronaut when I started, <laughs> <laughs> when, I mean, that was sort of my first career choice, so... Um, so just seeing all these big, famous companies there, um, it was just really exciting. And um, and also meeting these young women who, so many of them really had it together mm-hmm. and um Certainly not in a way that I ever did when I was, you know, 22, 24 years old. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: That is really cool. And to your point, you know, this is a really different world now, Um, not just to pick on the classification of the millennials versus the X's and the Y's. Um, But the millennials, I will say specifically, they have a lot more competition um, ingrained in them from kindergarten on up nowadays. So they're showing up and showing out in ways that we weren't even considering uh, at 21, 22, 25 years old because we didn't have to. The competition was there, but it was hidden in a a very different way where now they're expected to have a CV and a full resume at 18 years old.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. And I well, and I think it also depends on you know the the family that you're coming out of. If you um, if you come from a family that uh, you know has you know if if you are let me come at it differently. Mm-hmm. If you are first generation going to college, for example, um, what you're aware of and attend to is uh, much different than if your parents um are college graduates. Sure. So um so I think that was another thing that I was seeing at the uh at the convention center was that clearly a lot of these women had had grown up in an environment where um they didn't have to overcome being the first and figuring it all out themselves.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So. Now I'm I'm thinking about that and picturing my own kids right like you know my my youth are 20 and will be 16 Um, before this year is completely over and have been special spices along the way. And they're coming from a very different place than I was. You know, I'm first generation for college and first generation for many, many other things, grad school and beyond. Um, But my children don't have that burden because it is a lot of responsibility and burden. So we have the dichotomy of their different personalities and the privilege and opportunity to give them space to grow and not be pressured with, oh, I have to be so different than my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would be a liar to assume that they don't have those thoughts, right? You know, <laughs> well, right. The, the sort of that, that um, it, you know, establishing your independence, of course, is going to be there no matter what, right? Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Good point. Um, but what I was thinking of when I was, ta- when I was thinking about the conference for you and, um, you know, before we actually officially started the interview, um, you and I were just, you know, talking about how wonderful the conference was and, you know, all those people and, you know, the things that can come up with that energy. There's a lot of power in that room, right? You can feel it when you walk in right. uh, beyond being excited to see a certain you know, table or logo or company like to your point, NASA was in the room, which is amazing, by the way. Um, you know, you, you see it and you feel it. But then the other side of you, you know, the leadership side of you who has been developing leaders for more years than neither one of us would like to admit, um, <laughs> who has, you know, put her blood, sweat and tears ingrained in the process for the your own proprietary assessments and systems and, and things. When you when you pull that part of your hat on top of your head and you look back at the conference into the eyes and souls of the many people that you saw, whether you had an opportunity to shake their hands or not, you had to have a moment where you were thinking, you know, I wonder if this is really their true self, right? You know, or what they look like when they're not on 10, because you have to be on 10 when you're in an environment where you're expected to bring your A game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um it really made me wonder about that side of, you know, the Carol side, the author, author and Carol side, the leadership expert who's looking into the office cuz people don't know who you are. I mean they know who you are, you know, by your your popularity, but when they shake your hand and give you a hug or whatever, they have no idea the amount of expertise that's in your head, right? So, they don't know that you could potentially read into their soul, for lack of a better word, and really be like, no, listen, honey, we really, we really need to have a conversation when this is done. And there's a side of you that is always walking around with this power that many, many people don't know. And obviously, those who follow you and follow your authorship and your popularity do know. But just like most experts, you're a secret, you're a secret weapon for those who have no idea what you really. Encompass, and, and that has to make you feel strong, and also make you feel, uh, or make you reminded—that's the better term—make you reminded of just how much you have going on, kind of you know behind closed doors, but also those vulnerable places for yourself. Of re- you know, remember, Carol, you're still human. You know, they have no idea, so you don't need to overwhelm them with your with your gifts, for lack of a better term.
1: Well, it's—I mean—it's interesting because I. I need to be reminded. Um, I don't, you know. I, you know, I, I, as you were talking, I was thinking that um, it would be wonderful if I could keep in my head where I've where where I am and what I've been able to achieve, mm-hmm. um, and and feel that power. I I tend to forget. I seriously tend to not think about it. So. When I'm in, when I'm in, you know, any sort of moment, I, uh, I, you know, I just, I'm not, I don't have that stuff in me that is shoring me up all the time. Right. Uh, so, you know, for whatever reason.
0: No, that I mean, that's a good point. We all need to. I was just having a conversation with a client the other day. At, at the end of the, at the end of the day, every coach should be coached, right? Every leader should be led. Every teacher should yes. be taught, and so on and so forth. Um, and sometimes our power pack, you know, that's if you could imagine it being strapped to your back, you know, your your battery pack, your power pack, it needs to be refueled. And it's not always just with the right foods and the right exercise, which is very important, uh, the right spiritual alignment, which is very important. But sometimes we need, you know, those motivators in our corner, those people that we can call on to empower us we just don't have anything else to give, or just to give us a little bit of a boost, you know, not that we're on e per se, but it's it's helpful to top off the gas tank every once in a
1: while. Well, and you know, um, it's interesting. Yesterday, we were um, Pat and I were at an event um, for Smith College. We were mm. um, we were um, doing a, a couple of hours with. Um, um, with various corporate clients around um, best practices in women's leadership development, mm-hmm. and um, and so you know I had some time to speak about my research, and it was really the thing that made me feel good about it was being able to look at people's faces and feel that they were hearing what I was saying; they understood. You know, I felt like I was connecting with them, and that made me feel good about it, and I'm very vulnerable to the audience. If, the, if, if I see anybody in the audience that's looking, you know, that I sort of imagine is either disagreeing or, you know, is bored or whatever, um, it really throws me, mm. and, um, and no matter how many times I get in front of a room and, and talk... There's that I, I have that vulnerability that I haven't quite been able to shake, you know. Um, so, so you know, kind of the worst case scenario is is um, you know going into a situation where you're you're teaching, um, you know, you're you're in a classroom kind of setting, and people are there because they have to be,
0: right, <laughs> right, and they're not into it. That's that kills me. That will that will take me out
1: for weeks i mean as far as just feeling really uh inadequate if you will yeah talking about that um you know i'm 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 more dependent on uh the uh the external and the reinforcement than i would like to be (laughs) that's probably the next big hurdle i really really need to address
0: No, you know what, Carol, thank you for being so open and honest about that. You know, that behind the curtain reality is exactly what this podcast is for. Um, The irony that we're having this conversation today, less than 12 hours from one of the public speaking classes that I teach over at Harcum um, was last night. It's a four hour accelerated class. And we were literally just talking about the way, you know, people, everyone has a different style of presenting and also receiving energy from the room. Um, yeah. And it affects us all very differently, right? For some, it, it energizes us. For some, it depletes us. For some, it spikes our nervousness out the window, you know, like just, you know, puts us on high, high alert right. um, for. And I feed, I
1: feed off the
0: energy. Right. I'm it just the same as you. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally the same as you. It, I will go as high as they are in the room Um in terms of energy. And to, to your point, as much as that can be a positive, when there's great energy, it's like, whoa, that's. Best speech, best conference, best engagement ever. Um, if there are the right amount of people, maybe they're just in the right position, because I'll, I'll go off of that too. You know, if I can't necessarily see them, I don't feel that same amount of pressure. But if they're sitting right up front, <laughs> um, or the room is small enough for some more intimate kind of experience, or like an intensive style experience where you can pretty much see everyone's specific face. Um, You know, less than a couple hundred people or whatever. It does make a difference in how it affects you. And none of us would truly outside of this moment want to admit that out loud because it shows a flaw of, well, what does that mean for my ability to, you know, show up and serve the other ninety nine point nine percent of the room that had better energy um mm-hmm. than the few who were kind of like like a slow leak, you know they were like slow leaking my energy out off the side because I caught that they uh they weren't in their best selves, and I think for all of us, the reality is that's not a a flaw that we have to fix to be quite honest, I think it's one that we have to fold in as a part of our strength um you know most of the time it actually works in your favor for you to feed off the energy. And every once in a blue, you know, that low percentage of time, and I know you're an academic too, you know, you have all that qualitative and quantificated (laughs) knowledge behind you, right? Um, All of that in, you know, with perspective, you know, giving things the right perspective. There's only a few times that that happens. And yes, we could both, because I had the same exact process as you do, feeding off the energy, we could both work on better ways for it not to deplete us maybe as quickly, you know, or for it to leave such an impression post the seminar conference event or whatever it was that we were doing. Um, So maybe we can recoup a little bit faster. I'll be totally transparent and say for years, my husband would say to me, you must be doing something wrong when you are on stage because you come home and you crash. Like I'm completely depleted. Um, Right? Completely depleted. And I will say, although I've gotten better with the crashing part, like not to the point that I'm like, oh, please, no one talk to me. Um I I still definitely need to take a nap and you know, turn turn things down and mute them as much as possible. But I realized that my um inability to fold it in as a strength with consistent practice was partially because I just being me, Nikita. I honestly was not real with myself that I was like a dancer leaving everything on the floor. And that's not what we do. We're not dancers, we're not entertaining. We're really giving a different type of value, not that dancing isn't beautiful and majestic. We're giving a different type of value that actually says for us and what we do, we can't leave everything on the floor. We have to leave something for ourselves, which means closing that slow leak of you know energy zapper, so to speak. That are happening in the room. So I have to thank you like a million times for being so open and so honest about that. Because I, I know that that's something I've definitely looked at to, you know, come up with little tips and tricks that when I remember to use them, they work. And, you know, my default is not to remember, right? Right. <laughs> You are so on point. Um, So I want to take this moment to just pause for a second and to give um, a small opportunity for our sponsors who have been pretty amazing. So I want to take a moment and allow us an opportunity to give them homage. This season is brought to you by our power partner and season sponsor, Spreaker.com. As a product of the product, The Balance Bully Podcast utilizes Spreaker's high-quality tools to create, host, distribute, and measure our show. With the use of their easy-to-use iOS and Android mobile apps, podcasters and internet radio show hosts are able to record and store their valuable content and share across multiple networks like iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and more. For more information, visit Spreaker.com. So this segment is all about breaking expectations, Um, those relatable reflective moments of vulnerability when we've honestly just had to really check ourselves or maybe check someone else on expectations that were holding us back, smothering us, and not allowing ourselves to be our best selves, to tap into our inner brilliance and our zone of genius. So Carol, thank you so much for staying with us during our commercial break. welcome. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. Thank you. So with breaking expectations, I really had to take a moment with everything we're talking about with power and vulnerability and just looking behind the curtain of those desperate acts that we do or not reflecting on some of the things that we should just do a little bit better. You know, we mentioned flaws, you know, briefly fixing them or folding them. Do you have... uh, any moments that you can think of in, in this, you know, on the spot moment, right, <laughs> um, where you're like, when did I have someone either put an expectation on me that was unrealistic and not something that I wanted to allow to kind of pin me down and make me feel uncomfortable, or a moment when you yourself just gave yourself an expectation that no longer served you, like making forcing yourself to commit to uh, a goal or a previous passion that you're truly not even interested in any, anymore. you know what I mean? Mm.
1: That's, that's a tough question <laughs> to answer um, because the you know the where my where my head went automatically was thinking that I probably set unrealistic um, expectations on myself mm. um, so, and I guess that serves me in some ways because I'm I'm pretty driven mm-hmm. and um, we'll just keep going at it. But um, but I think that it also uh, sets me up for disappointment. Mm. Uh, so and I think maybe that gets back to what I mentioned earlier about yeah. um, uh, you know feeling uh, having to remember what I what it is I've ha- I've achieved because once I achieve it, it's like okay that's, that's done, but there's this that I need to do, and there's this that I need to do, so I don't, I don't, um, uh, celebrate enough, I guess, what I achieve, and I, um, I tend to forget about it until somebody brings it up, like you just said, <laughs> um, you know, as you're, you as you're talking about the things that I've done, I, um, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, um, You know, I mean, I'll I'll use the book as an example. I had, like, so much positive energy. You know, I had such a wonderful time writing the book, and I was getting so much positive feedback at the beginning um, as it was ramping up to being published that I actually believed that it was going to become a bestseller. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, like, really a bestseller. And so I was just having these um, sort of these... Um, what would you call it <laughs> um, I just thought the sky was the limit, and as as time went on, and I realized that you know it wasn't this national bestseller um you know, I kind of fell flat for a while, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's like well why did i why did I set myself up that way? Why did I you know imagine that? Um, and what was the good side and the bad side of that so um you know that's that's um you know that 's a dilemma that i i don 't think that i 've solved that one because i'm sure i'm i'm about to set myself up again for you know something else, thinking that I can do something that uh doesn't quite hit that ideal um achievement if you will right and then knowing myself i think. Okay, if I hit that ideal achievement, how long would I feel it and have to be remembered? By the way, do you remember that you did this? <laughs> right, right. Right. I mean, so um so I think I, you know, I that's a problem that I have that uh I I don't know what would make it go away unless you know, I I'm pretty self-reflective and think about these things, but mm-hmm. but I still find myself uh just running you know shooting for the moon right Mm -hmm. and being disappointed when i don't get it
0: (laughs) you know what carol i think that that's you made such a a great distinguishment is that a word i might have made it up um if it's not a word well not let's make it. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll make it a, a, an ism. Um, but you distinguish something really great. So there's the part of us as high achieving women that absolutely should put high expectations on things that we are fully committed to. You were fully committed to the project of writing an incredible book, by the way, and you fully committed yourself to the process. So absolutely, you should expect it to, you know, turn around the results that you set an intention for. You set an intention for it to be a number one New York bestseller um, or maybe even bigger than the the New York bestsellers list. I'm not, you know, familiar with all the, the details of how that world works. I'm very new to it, but, Me too. Uh, right. <laughs> but, you know, with that said, I think that was a, a great intention to set, you know, why shoot low? And sometimes we will do that. We're like, oh, okay, you know, and I'll, you know, pick on myself, first partaker as always. I wrote um, a book in 24 hours. It's literally like a little 34, 38 pager. I only put a, a bunch of stuff in it that I was already having conversations with repeatedly with my clients. And one of them suggested, you know, I would love for you to just like put this in like a quick book for me, you know. And in fact, go one better. She set the expectation, which was awesome because we learn from everyone in our lives. And so, why don't you put it on Amazon? And I was like, oh, I guess so. You know, at least it'll set the you know it'll set me up as being quote unquote a published author um right. and I will be very honest and say I did not put any expectations on that book, which was a problem that was probably problem number four hundred and fifty um <laughs> Related to that experience. But I didn't put an expectation on it, which is the wrong way to do anything, especially when you want to publicly manifest that you've done something. So one side of me was like, okay, in agreement with the the client who made what I think was a great suggestion, you know, get it out there. It wasn't the book that I wanted to work on. Selfish is the one that, you know, was always supposed to be the book, the one that would be coming out, you know, very, very soon. Um, But I was like, well, you know, okay. I kind of convinced myself, you know, let's just put something out there. So I have a little author history with me. Um, And, you know, when I have new clients or perhaps people who aren't ready to be clients or maybe they didn't qualify because I have a a filtering system that maybe I'll suggest that they just pick up this little, you know, five ninety five five dollar ninety five book off of Amazon. And if I get some great reviews, so be it. I was kind of like, blah, you know, with it. Um, And then I never did anything with it, quite honestly. Most people probably don't even know that it's there. Um, You know, half the reviews that I had after I gave out a, a few hundred, you know, free copies and got some free, you know, some good personal emails about it, I still didn't do anything with it. I didn't have people do verified reviews. I didn't direct people to it. I don't even talk about it most of the time. Um, But with that said, what I did very, very wrong, opposite of what you did great, Is I did not set an intention or any expectation, let alone a high expectation. And what what it gave me was exactly what I put into it. I put very little energy into it and I got very little out of it. Um, You put great energy into your your book and a high expectation and great things have come out of it, although it wasn't the thing that you may have set the intention. And it's never too late for that, by the way. But with that, your book has led you to amazing speaking opportunities. I know that you've pulled chapters out and taught people on it and t- taken them to levels they couldn't have imagined getting to on them you know on on their own. Mm-hmm. You've spoken across the country, as far as I know, maybe even beyond that. For you know, we, we're still learning each other, and you've gotten great contracts and deals out of it and infused and, and your book in ways that people can't, you know, they can't even imagine repurposing and remarketing. And you've done a great job with that. Um, with that said, although you shoot, you shot for the moon, you still landed on the stars. And that was a good thing, as opposed to maybe an expectation of maybe saying to yourself, Oh, you know, I'm totally making this up. But I'll, I'll, right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to write a sequel to this book that's going to be tethered, you know, like a part two, literally, just because maybe a client or some clients, some corporate clients or whatever have asked you to do it or suggested it and planted a seed. And then you put the expectation on yourself that that was something you were going to do and, you know, try to squeeze it into a really hectic schedule that you already have with the other amazing things you're doing. But perhaps you really didn't even want to do a part two. You wanted to do something totally different, um, whether it was related to a book or not. But you felt forced to commit yourself to something that you're really not even interested in. Um, the expectation that you set, I will have to say, is exactly the kind that you should. And it's part of why, part partially, because you put in a lot of other work before the book was even written. It's part of why you are so accomplished and it's why you'll be even more accomplished with every hour because with the great action that you put out in the world by sharing something with so much vigor and so much detail and not being ashamed to say, hey, I'm an author, I own that and I'm doing it. Um, God blesses your action and that's exactly what was happening that you were being blessed by your action in just a different way than you were anticipating but had you not have done it and set an expectation of the moon you wouldn't have come close to passing the clouds you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're yeah. great you're great I just want to say that you're great okay I hope you hear that you're great <laughs> You're welcome. So this has been great. So will you tell everyone, Carol, how to get in touch with you, how they can connect? Um, many of the listeners are women in business um, and a few bold men, few, mm-hmm. few bold and brave men, actually. Um, and they work from everything from entrepreneurs through the corporate arena as execs and top leaders. So how can they follow up with you?
1: Okay. Um, to, to reach me personally through email, it's um, it's. CV, c v as in Victor, Mitchell at TSPHR.com. Um, and also, uh, we have uh, our company website is TSPHR.com. And to learn more about the book, and also, um, I've written quite a number of articles for Huffington Post, but also, um, you know, for Fast Company and uh, Safari Books and various other outlets and there are links to all those articles and also podcasts from interviews that I've done. Um, and that website is called breaking through uh, well Worth.
0: You know, I love <laughs> so, that title. <laughs> well,
1: you know, and it's, it's, um, it really, it, it, people really get it because when women act like men mm-hmm. in leadership roles and, um, you know present these characteristics that don't they don't jive with um the expectations we have of women um they they get you know behind their backs they get called a bitch yeah right yeah. so um so breaking through that um being able to be a strong leader um by bringing in those those um traditionally stereotypic feminine characteristics and blending those in uh helps women be successful leaders
0: which is important and i would say to add to that part of uh, being a successful leader is making sure you take an unapologetic pause for yourself so you don't get caught up trying to be something that you're not because you're not bringing yourself down enough to just unwind and get settled so carol before we go i have to ask for you to share what do you do to take care of you
1: um so my number one thing that I love to do is um I I have this beautiful pool in my backyard and when weather permits I just like to go down there and swim and just hang out by the water and that's actually something that and maybe this is because I'm a Pisces (laughs) um all my life you know being being um at the ocean and hearing hearing the waves um we go on vacation in Hawaii, and we're going. We're, we're going to be leaving in a couple of days to go there. Um, just there's something about being near the water mm. um, that really somehow refreshes me and makes me feel um, really positive yeah. um, and 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 content. So I would say that's my number one thing. Um, when the weather doesn't permit it, and it's in the middle of winter. Um, I don't know, I probably just, uh, I like to cook. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, yeah, so, you know, that's, uh, I, I like to even look at Bon Appetit and recipes and, that kind of thing and read so that's that's the other way I, um, I kind of calm myself down and get into another space
0: No, I think that's awesome and when you're cooking you get to touch water in a different way right you're constantly rinsing vegetables and everything in between so <laughs> yeah.
1: the other thing is you know I used to work in the lab at the mm. beginning of my career so I think the kitchen has become my lab um you know I, I, I kind of I like the technical part of it so um Yes,
0: that's that's your unapologetic pause you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. know there's some
1: people that go oh my god I hate to cook and you know whatever but um you
0: know no yeah I mean this is what balances right it's custom fit for you whatever works and this works for you so why delete it right I Good think point. that's I think that's awesome. Well, Carol, I have to thank you for being amazing, making yourself available in the midst of a crazy schedule and right before what I'm assuming is going to be an awesome vacation. I have to thank you so much for that. Um, And I would also... Thank you. And I would also like to thank our listeners for, as usual, just taking a moment out of your day to allow me to plant positive seeds in your life, in your relationships, and and in your business. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast and make sure that we are number one on all stations so that all the bold and brave have access to valuable balance tools. Once again, I'd like to thank our seasoned sponsors, Spreaker and All About Leverage. Make sure you go to Spreaker.com and all about LeverageLLC.com to learn more about all the great things they have to offer. If you are not already a member, come on over and join the Dreamers Blueprint community, a community of investors who have decided to see into themselves and balance boldly. Go to DreamersBlueprint.com to get access to our private community. I also want to remind you to engage with me on Twitter. If you have a question, all you have to do is put hashtag Ask Nikita and go to ask, well, excuse me, at Balance boldly to so make sure you engage and follow up and share the takeaways that you got from our amazing experts. You know, Carol Mitchell was here, y'all. Make sure that you give her some shout out love. She's on Twitter all the time. You know how I know? Because I professionally stalk her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. This has been just a a total pleasure.
0: You are so welcome, Carol. You have been amazing, and I'm so grateful you were here. You have been such a resource, uh, giving us a behind-the-curtain look at what you're dealing with, your challenges and your vulnerabilities in the midst of recognizing and admitting that you are very powerful and you own that. That is a really awesome thing that many of us could make sure we infuse just a little bit more. So I have to thank you for that as well.
1: Thank you. You're
0: welcome. All right, Carol, stay right there. For our Balance Boldly listeners, I want to just sign off with a little more gentle honesty, just kind of Segueing and wrapping up and giving you an encompassed way of seeing what carol and i were talking about the entire show is a reminder that we always have to include the opportunity to be vulnerable it gives us a sneak peek into those dark places that we've hid from for so long and doesn't allow us the opportunity to fix Or fold any of our flaws if we choose to keep our eyes closed to it. Get vulnerable. Get exposed in the right environment with the right people that you can trust to kind of shepherd you from the energy zappers who might come along and try to attack you in your weak moment. Allow yourself to be vulnerable so you can get healed and be stronger and more powerful than you could have ever imagined yourself being. Until the next episode, make sure that you set an intention to enjoy the balance of your day and do it boldly.